for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Mike Siegel. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And uh, we're here Sunday Sunday record, not late night though, till no. 6.30. I had dinner planned, so I moved it up. What time, You still have dinner plans, right? Yeah, so after this. I what can... time are your dinner plans? About 8.30. Where are you, where are you meeting? West Hollywood. I assume at, a, at a, some type of a sports bar, because you're not dressed for dinner. <laughs> no, it's at someone's house. But you know where you know it's where very casual. D- we're having a like you know we didn't want to go out. So what are you guys going to be hookah pipes and stuff? Yeah, we're going to stay in and you know fewer clothes I have to take off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so so Let this me is explain just, to the married guy. This is how just this you works. and a lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A dinner. You said din- I thought you said dinner party. Dinner plans. Dinner plans. Dinner plans. Does your does this woman uh, set a nice table? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's a good cook. Lays it all out, buddy. <laughs> This is horrible. Why would you start this way? I'm. I was asking a legit question. Does she? <laughs> is she a good cook? Yeah, yeah. You're, she's you're really turning good. everything. Yeah. Into a sex romp. <laughs> uh, hey, before before we start, I have a quick uh, quick story. Uh, Murray and I went to see the tubes last night. Oh right, yeah, I heard. And um, we were both uh, tubes virgins. We liked their music, but we had never seen them live. They put on an amazing show. Uh, I took albums, of course, a couple of albums to get signed. And at the end of the show, Fee Wable, you know, after they sing the last song, he goes, hey, everybody, we're going to be over here at the merch stand, uh, as we always do, to have a meet and greet after the show. So if you want to come by and say hello, please do. Perfect. Yeah. So, and I'd say only about 35, 40 people tops got in that line. Where was this show? The Canyon Club. Okay. So right by your house. Right by my house. So uh, I'm like, that's fantastic. So I ran out to the car, grabbed the albums. I gave one to Murray. I grabbed one. Um Fee and the guitar player and the bassist were at the merch stand, and then Prairie Prince, the drummer, he stayed on. Uh, I'm burping. Sorry. He stayed nice. on. He stayed on stage, just sitting in a chair at the end of stage. Because no um, one wants to talk to the drummer. No, everyone wanted to. Talk. I didn't know. I didn't know what the. I don't know what the thing was why he wasn't behind the merch station. But anyway, um, these guys were great. Like there was a guy behind me. He had like, eight albums with him. I'm like, those and are I your s- people. I said to Murray, "This is the guy that ruins." He comes up. They signed all eight. Nice. They took pictures. They took. They signed everything. They actually talked to you, like you'd say, like, uh, "Hey, man, great, great show tonight." And they'd go, "Thanks. What was your favorite part?" And they like engaged you in conversation. Wow, it was like insane. I talked to Prairie Prince. Like, um, I said, "Hey, I've only seen the tubes once, but I've seen you with Todd." He goes, oh, "I'm getting ready to tour with Todd right now." And I said, "What's his new album like?" He goes, "I'm rehearsing." I mean, they had real conversations. I was like, "What? This is crazy." <laughs> they were so nice. So now. A couple months ago, I email Fee Wable to be on the show. And I'm going to get. I'm going to bring up this email so that um, so that I can read it. Fee Wable, a lead singer of the Tubes. Lead singer of the Tubes. Did he say I'll talk to you later? Did he say that? <laughs> so I send him my general uh, thing, which is hello. Tell him all about the show. Tell him who's been on. Tell him where we record. Blah 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 blah. And he responds. Uh, I sent an email to him on. Uh, August 22nd, and he responded on September 12th, about two or three weeks later. Uh, he said... Sorry, I just got done emailing everyone else <laughs> from the meet and greet. In life, in, said, on the planet. He said, so this is 2016. So he says, uh, Pat, 
we can schedule this when we get back from our European tour. Thanks, Fee. And I said, Fee, excellent. Have a great trip and shows. And then I noticed when they're supposed to be back. So in October, October 26th, I said, Fee, uh, hello and welcome back to the States. Are you available Wednesday, November 9th at 8 p.m. to record with us? We record in Studio City, California. And then no response. I, re- I write him again on uh, November 11th, nothing. November 17th, nothing. December 20th, nothing. <laughs> January 20th, nothing. February 22nd, nothing. March 6th, nothing. So, I mean, he's just, he's, he for, immediately answers me, yeah, and let's do this. And ignores now, you. And now ignores me. And I'm like, well, is it going to a spam? What's going on? I have no idea what's happening. So last night, I felt like after the, after everyone had basically been through the line and done their thing, I just felt, well, I'm here, so I need, I just ask him. Yeah. And he's a, he's a big dude. He's a tall dude. He's about a, at least a head taller than me. He's got big features, too. Like, his arms seem really long, and his hands seem oh, big. Oh, so you're, now you're telling us how you got that black eye you have now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a big head. He's big. He seems like a big dude to me. So he comes out from behind the table. I go, hey, Fee, my name's uh, Pat Francis. I host, uh, host a podcast called Rock Solid. And I email, and he goes, yeah, I know about your fucking podcast. Oh boy. And he's kinda <laughs> Wow. He's kinda yelling, you know, kinda yelling and, Whoa. and, and I know. And I go, I go, oh. I go, well, you know, you know, I emailed you, you know, back in October and you said after the European tour, uh, we could we could you could be on the show. He goes, I don't want I'm not he goes, I live in Venice. I'm not coming to the fucking valley. Fucking three hours. You want me to drive three hours to the fucking valley to record your podcast? I'm like I'm like, well, we've had a lot of great people on the show. I go, Sammy Hagar, Melissa Etheridge. I go, your, you know, your friend Steve Luke, there's been on. He goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve lives in the fucking valley. I live in Venice. And he goes, I know all about it. I Googled it. It's great. I've seen it. I've heard it. You know, he's just so, but he's like, and people are starting to gather around like, hey, what's going on? And Murray said one of Fee's like handlers came like up behind me like, what's this guy? What's going on over here? Oh, man. And I was like, hey, look, man. I go, hey, look, man, I don't. I certainly don't want to make you mad. I'm not mad. This what he says. I'm not mad. I go, I go. I, I always speak this way. Yeah. I just, I said, I said, look, I just, I love you. And I'd love, I'd love to sit down and talk with you. He goes, yeah, I've done a bunch of podcasts where, where you phone in. And I go, and they suck. He goes, yeah, they suck. I go, well, that's why I like to sit down face to face with someone. And he goes, well, I'm not coming to the fucking valley, man. You can't expect me to drive to they the just fucking- all over Europe. I know, but yeah. apparently- <laughs> And I go, look, when I put out that time, I, I go, we can work around your schedule. It doesn't matter what time it is. He goes, I don't want to come to the fucking valley. So I said, all right, I get it. I go, uh, can we come to you? He goes, come to my house? I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, we can do that. I'll, I'll record for three hours and come to my house. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll email you. He goes, and he goes, yeah, you have you have like the band email. He goes, I'll give you my personal email. So he gives me his per. We, we I get a thing out. And he it's gives none of your fucking business yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm not coming to the fucking valley at, at, at <laughs> sbcglobal.net. So he gives me he gives me his email address. I write it down. I go, okay, I'll, I'll contact you in in a week or so, and we'll we'll figure out when my producer and I can bring our stuff down and record down there. And then I said to him, I go, I go, now look, we got to hug it out. And no. I made, yeah, and he made him hug me. So he goes, he looked at me like what? And I and we and we hugged. And I go, okay, I'll talk to you. He goes, yeah, yeah. 
But I'm like, holy fuck, what the, what the <laughs> hell? And, you, and then you who don't willingly people, volunteer yeah. me for this? To go to this crazy person's house? I gotta produce it, buddy. So for people who don't live in LA, from Venice to here, where we're recording right now, is about, I'd say about 15 miles. And if you pick the wrong time of day, it yeah. could take an hour. You know, but if you do it like, you know, on a Sunday morning or something like that, yeah. or... Now or here, a Wednesday night yeah. or whatever it is. I mean, it would, about 45 minutes or something. Now, here's the thing. When I send him this email, I don't know where the hell the guy lives. I know. He could live, he could live in Studio City. He it could is, live in Valley Village. It is Fee lives in Venice. <laughs> so I don't know where he lives. So here's the way. This would have been much simpler if he said, hey, look, if his next email would have been like, hey, look, I live in the Valley. For me to come there at eight, it's gonna, I'm going to be He doesn't live in the Valley. He lives in Venice. Yeah. For me to come to the Valley from where I live is, you know, and I would have said, great. Is there another time that you think would be better? And then he might have said, I just don't want to come to the Valley. And then I would have said, can I come to you? And I wouldn't have had to get yelled at in front of a people <laughs> at a tube show. <laughs> That's so weird. My virgin show, my virgin tube show. And meanwhile, he's saying all this while playing in the valley. He's doing a show yeah. in the valley. He just finished the <laughs> show. In, deep in the valley. Way in the valley. I should have said, how did you get here today, you fucking dick? How the fuck did you get here? I had a driver. I'll send an Uber for you if you don't want to drive here. You know who's got a, uh, a studio right uh, near Venice and Santa Monica? Murray Valerian. Yeah, Murray said that. And it's just, and I said, thank you, Murray. But remember last time we recorded there and we had to figure out how to plug the music into his board and it was a hassle. And I don't want to have a hassle with the guy who's yelling at me in public already. <laughs> you, don't think, you don't think he would... He's not going to care about yelling at me in private. He I, might, I yeah. hope we go to his house and he's like Gary Busey. He's like a, like a Native American spear he's trying yeah. to... Like, now I want to see the house. I know. We got to see that house, man. Yeah. Well, Did he sign the album? Oh, well, they signed everything. Oh, they Pat, did? Okay. I'm not yeah. coming to the fucking they signed, valley. signed Fee Wable. They signed every. I posted a picture of it on the Facebook page. Yeah, they signed everyone, everything anyone had. Drumsticks, whatever. And then they had that guy up behind me. He comes up, he goes to the bass player. Hey, you're the original bass player, right? The guy's like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I thought so. I knew it. I knew it. I'm like. Oh, he also has a name and probably doesn't yeah. look yeah. like the other bass player. And the guy goes, yeah, all, all four of the people on stage, four of the five of us were all original members. <laughs> right. I knew it. I'm like, get out of here, you <laughs> dun fucking dunces. How do, they, uh, how do they sound? They sound pretty good. Yeah. They sound great. Yeah. Did they, do, they have a new album? Is that why they're out? They or? haven't had an album since 1991. Okay. So that's a no. So this is, a, so this is, um, this they play is their dirty dozen of songs. And this is their bread and butter. But yeah. I thought it was so refreshing that they did this meet and greet. It wasn't, it wasn't buy a VIP ticket for, you know, mm -hmm. $200 and meet the band. They took pictures. <laughs> they took selfies. Yeah. It wasn't like, we'll only sign one thing. They signed sign everything single thing you brought it's up. almost opposite of the reaction you had <laughs> really yes and again because i'm seeing all this niceness i think well this is the perfect time to ask uh fee That's so weird i know just flipped on you do i bring that out in people i wonder if sometimes I yeah you i do. might bring it out in people it might be me what did, what did pillar say about you you have a like a black belt and annoying or something uh, degree. Like she said a degree, a degree degree and annoying yeah yeah i'm, I'm gonna go doctorate that's what someone tweeted. They go, how about doctorate? <laughs> block. I had to block a guy on Facebook this week. He, um, he's saying, we, last week's episode was with David Wilde, and we were talking. I go, David, I want to do, do a Bob Dylan episode with you. He goes, yeah, I don't know if I want to. I go, you love Dylan. He goes, I know. I just don't. 
He goes, well, I'll do a di- let's do Dylan in the 80s. I'm like, okay, that'll be interesting. So then this guy posts, and he takes Kyle down. He was, oh, I didn't see it. He goes, oh, okay. Kyle always makes fun of Dylan, and he's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, because he's a fucking mush mouth. He goes, what did, he goes, what did, um, <laughs> so what, what do you want? He goes, what, what was, what was Kyle, what's Kyle doing at 28 compared to what Dylan did at 28? And I uh, just messaged. Speaking mess- clearly sometimes. <laughs> I messaged the guy. Oh, go, I go, hey, yeah. why do you have to take Kyle down? He's like, well, kids, I go, well, you know, either, either, either edit your, Remark or your band? He what goes, was that guy doing at twenty eight? That's right. What was any of us doing at twenty eight? Yeah. We, well, we're not for, musicians. Yeah. We're not <laughs> we artists and musicians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I'm doing nothing at twenty eight because I'm not twenty eight yet. That's right. There you go. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Bruce Springsteen wrote "Born to Run" when he was twenty five. None of us did anything like that. That's stupid. That's a stupid comparison. Yeah. So he goes, "Hey, ban away." Well, banned and blocked. <laughs> He's like, "Ban away." I can still listen to your show. Fine. Fine and enjoy have, having no way of communicating. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, okay. So I like that logic. Ban me. I'll still listen to your show and listen. enjoy it. What do you think of that? Still a fan. <laughs> you gonna ban a fan? I'll take your free entertainment. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> what have you been up? You just got back from a trip. Oh my god! I was. I've, I've been here since I've been in Antarctica. Did no, I, talk I don't about think it? so. Oh man, it was. I was gone for over a month. Yeah, we I didn't miss from, you. We didn't miss you. I know. It didn't seem like it. <laughs> Antarctica, and then I went directly from there, uh, flew from Buenos Aires to New Zealand and Australia. And you had rough waters on the ship. Coming back from Australia, yeah, the Drake Passage was rough. You posted a picture of it, and watching the video got me a little queasy. Somebody sent me this past week, because all my friends, I just put it on there, and it was on YouTube, and I linked it to, but somebody else posted, like, almost an exact same shot out of a window, going through, and it's like, Drake Passage, really rough. Got like a million hits or some crazy views on YouTube. You had six. Mine, nothing. Six. Nothing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Yours isn't even reach. coming up in the suggested yeah, I know. videos. That is the reach of the Travel Tales podcast, folks. You know what icon I don't like on Facebook is the angry icon. Because it can be interpreted many different ways. Like, am I angry that you wrote that? Or am I angry... At the uh, thing you're writing about. About yeah. what you're writing about. <laughs> when, when someone says R.I.P. Grandma, angry face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just oh, said, I thought that meant sad. It, man. Could, it could be interpreted too many different ways. Do you find that to be mad the case? at God? Yeah, I, there you go. That guy, <laughs> angry God face. Where's that icon? Yeah, that guy sending down, you know, the, the drought. Where's, where's the fucking Dylan face? <laughs> <sighs> Dylan, you and I saw. Is that the only time you ever saw Dylan? We were in Seattle, up in Bumbershoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. When we were listening to him and we couldn't, we didn't know which song it was nope. until about three quarters of the way through. Yeah, we wouldn't know what song it was because <laughs> it was like a joke. Yeah, and he, you couldn't understand. Well, we knew we couldn't understand him, but the even band, the song, he was doing different versions yeah. of the. And like, the band sounded great, but then he'd sing and it was literally. Well, the band was great. Yeah, it was really literally, it's literally, it's a joke if you even try to imitate it because it's like, what is he, what's that well, mush even, mouth saying? Even like his... Yeah. Even his real big fans admit that you never know who you're going to get on any night of the week. So why would I want to go see that? You love the guy. I don't know. I you like, like gambling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. You, you live on the edge, baby. I like, like, I like listening to his songs uh, that he's recorded. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, if I go see someone live, I want... I always say this. The vocalist has to sound good. Because I'm not going to know. Makes up for a lot. I'm not going to know if anyone else makes a mistake. The keyboard player makes a mistake. I'm not going to know. Just ask David Lee Roth. Yeah, the vocalist <laughs> needs to sound good. I don't. I don't want someone who's not a good vocalist. This is when you put in that David Lee Roth drop in. 
live. I, I want to isolate the <laughs> Spanish part where he goes, ooh. <laughs> That's what I, so we, I can say, what does uh, D- Spanish David Lee Roth think about this? Ooh. <laughs> Did you get my email today about a rock solid field trip uh, part two? No. Why is no one getting my email today? Did you check your email? No. No. It's Sunday, man. I'm taking a day off. Sunday, man. I just go have a dinner with my lady. I was watching a, basketball. In a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Is that why you have your basketball t-shirt? Yeah, I was on? <laughs> this is not not this league, but yeah. Uh, are you guys ready to get into this topic? Yeah. This was. I be- know the people listening are Murray. <laughs> I think we gave him good musical uh, stories. That was good. That was you know, and if he does this, I mean, he can't listen to what you just did though. No. But I will ask him after we record. I'll go, when I talked to you at the Canyon Club, were you mad at me? I told you I wasn't fucking mad. <laughs> um, so, uh, you shouldn't the, have brought up the valley. Why'd well, you bring up the valley? Yeah, here you love the valley. <laughs> <laughs> Jumps off his balcony. Uh, so, um, so this topic was originally, we were, I was going to do it with Murray. And then, um, and then Murray couldn't record tonight. So I said, can we steal this so Mike and I can do it? Because I knew this was pretty last minute one. So I knew this would be an easy one to, yeah. to pick songs. Uh, listeners always send me topics always, always. And I always say, that's a great topic. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And then a lot of times I don't or hardly ever, but this topic was sent to me by, uh, so keep sending in those topics. folks. No, please send them and send them to, uh, send them to uh rock solid podcast at gmail.com or I'll give you a few Weibo's address. You can send them to him. <laughs> but this came from uh, songs about Venice. This came from the Valley. This came from John Bean. And he wanted to call this uh, the really hard metal show. We're just calling it metal. But his description was, <laughs> should I call it really hard metal? Does it matter? I was like precious metal. I like that. Yeah, but all these aren't precious metals. No. I, that's what I told Murray. And he was like, you know, these aren't all precious metals. I should, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> It'll be something with metal. But, I, but the, this is John Bean's idea. And he just, songs that have, uh, you know, bronze and gold and silver and, and those Things in the song title. Okay. So I found some, uh, thank you, John Bean. I found some great, ask John, his name's uh, spelled B-E-H-A-N. So B-E-H-A-N. So Bean? Bean? Well, I, I emailed him. I said, how do you pronounce your last name? And he said, it's like lesbian. And believe me, Bean. Uh, that went over uh, great in uh, high school. <laughs> Is his first name Lester? No, it's just John. Lesbian? No, it's not Les. Oh, okay. What if his middle name was that? John, <laughs> John Lesbian. So, uh, so thank you, John. We are doing your topic. So get, get excited. I don't know what you do, John. Tweet about it. Get stoked. Metal! Like it. Angry face it. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> How many songs do you have, Mike? I brought in uh, 21, but I don't have to. Woo! Yeah, but I was, I was bringing extra for coverage because we end up like matching some I know. all the time. Do you want to start it up? Yeah, okay. People love the track by track episode. They'd like us to do two more albums. Oh, yeah. So maybe we'll do that all later right. in the year. Yeah, that'd be great. What do we do? Let's do uh Well, we've covered a lot of Beatles and Stones. I mean, we've... So I think they want us to do the Beatles, two more Beatles albums. They want to do Beatles albums? People were impressed with your knowledge of the Beatles. Oh, okay. That's what people have been telling me. Then there's uh, there's always Abbey Road and then maybe... Let it be. Let it be, yeah. Let's do... Or we just dissect two. the shit out of the White Album, both sides of the... <laughs> number did, nine, number I, nine. I did like the White Album much, much better when I listened to it a few weeks ago. I, I, I really did like it much better. Yeah, but then you hit speed bumps... There are oh. some speed bumps. Ooh. John hit some speed bumps. <laughs> or Paul, who's dead. I thought you meant John Bean. No. no. John Les Bean. No, no. Sorry, no. John. Kyle, Paul. Paul's Kyle the one that. who's dead, right? In the no. White Album. Oh, uh, like, oh, in the, yeah. Yeah. In the, yeah. 
He was the walrus. Speaking, yeah. speaking of a speed bump. <laughs> <laughs> you want to? Uh, I'll start it off. You can start. You you used to bring a song or two. You can still do that. You know. I know. I just it's a thing. <laughs> you don't care. You don't care. <laughs> it doesn't care. You literally doesn't doesn't want to be here right now. I don't think. You seem like you're preoccupied. I'm fine. Do you have a fight with your girlfriend? No. Nope. Fight with the dog? <laughs> yeah. What if you had a fight with the dog? Do you have a fight with Fee <laughs> Wable? Bleeding. Yeah, Fee Wable. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I'm, I had a fight with a rock star. I'm fine. He's a good front man. Yeah, he's charismatic fr- and sounds good. He's a front man. He change costume changes, talks to the crowd. It's not. It doesn't yells at fans. Yells, yells at fans. fans. <laughs> doesn't see. Hey, I'll sign your autograph if I can punch you in the face. Uh, his stage. He doesn't have stage patter. It didn't feel like. Oh, he says this every night. It didn't feel like that. Right. Right. You know, like David Lee Roth in the moment. Ooh. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna start you off. You go first. Okay. This this is a uh, a blast from our childhood. We all watched this growing up. All right. Every Christmas. We watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Are you pulling a Burl Ives on me? Oh, it's going to be Burl Ives, baby. We're going to go right back. Two elements in one, silver and gold. Oh, my goodness. Our Cornelius seems all he thinks about is silver and gold. Silver and gold, silver and gold. Everyone wishes for silver and gold. How do you measure its worth? All right, Steve. Doesn't that doesn't it take you back? Yeah. I just want to tell John B. in something. John, just remember, your parents didn't name you Burl. <laughs> Burl B. in. Burl. Burl. Is that Burl Ives? Is that his real name? I'm pretty sure we probably Burlington. I'm we, guessing it's showing me Burlington. That's Burling, my guess. Burlington Ives. Oh, he is. That's probably cool. Co-founder. I like that. Burlington Burling. Ives. Is okay. Burlington Ives is good. Oh, I've been to Burlington Ives. Oh, I love it there. I got a nice jacket there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, that's his first name, and his middle names are worse. What is it? Burl, Eichel, Ivanhoe, Ives. Wow. Oh God, that guy got <laughs> pounded at school. Wow, that's terrible. Eichel, Eichel. I spell that I C L E and that I-C-L-E? guy C L E. Now that yeah. guy went into show business and didn't think maybe he would change his name. Oh, he didn't change his name. He didn't lose weight. None of it. <laughs> How did he get famous? Well, he's good. He's, he's a, a snowman. He was a huge uh, Broadway actor. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. He, he played Big Daddy and Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Oh. Yeah, he was, he was a big deal. He was and also, he has a lovely voice, as we just heard. He does have a good voice. Silver and gold. Yukon Cornelius. So that was a little jokey thing to start off with anyway. Yeah, kind of brought the show to a halt. No, come on. That was fun. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick it up here with a, a, with a rocking piece. Oh, no. This is... Uh, oh, I thought you were saying a rocking piece. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> this, is, this is a rocking piece. Uh, this, is, uh, this is... The artist is Rainbow. The album is Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. The singer is Ronnie James Dio. Oh. And this I is... I got my devil horns up. Man on the Silver, Silver Mountain. Mountain. I love this song.
love that song. Was that... Uh, that's Rainbow. I know, but in terms of like the Dio era of Rainbow, was that their biggest hit? I think Maybe? so. I think it was. That was from 1975. Oh, by the way, guys, this is a happy anniversary. This is the 300th episode. Get out of town. Really? This is number 300. This says 299. What? What? I'm leaving. That can't be right. Two songs in, I'm leaving. In thing, it says 299. Oh, but that's wrong. It's 300. That okay. was my mistake. This wow, is, this, is, this is... Congratulations. Thank you. Episode 300. 300 with the... New lineup, or no, are we no, including no. But we have, you who uh, must not be named? No, but I can. But we have. Uh, there's more episodes without them than with them, and that I couldn't. I couldn't wait to cross over that line where I just had <laughs> one more. But I can tell. Yeah, we started. I call it rock solid Mach two. We started that at episode one twenty. Oh wow! So we I have. Know you did that many before. Yeah, yeah we have 180 episodes with uh, the new format. Oh, the new terrific! People, so that's a ton. That's a lot. That's crazy. That's a lot right? of shows. A lot of music. A lot of music. A lot of uh, a lot of the same jokes. <laughs> uh, a lot of the same songs. I'm sure. Oh <laughs> yeah, for but, the long time uh, listener. But you know what, people? That's uh, I don't. It's fun. It's all changing. It's, it's all, all changing. Like a, we we rotate the people in here. Seagull goes out of the country. We don't miss him. Then he comes back. <laughs> we pretend like we miss him. All right, Snowman, you're up. All right. Well, this is. Uh, I'm going to bring up one of your favorite artists. My maybe my favorite song from this artist. And it's from a soundtrack that I'm going to be referencing a couple more times, maybe, tonight. This is uh, from the soundtrack of Heavy Metal. This is the Red Rocker, Sammy Hagar, with the title song. Crank it! Oh, you went with metal. You just went with the word metal. Yeah! I did not do that. That's cool, though. I went it louder. Headbangers and leather! Love that song. Paul Gilmartin hates Sammy Hagar. Like he says... When Paul was in here, I had to bring one just for... He, he says he can't sing. Right. I wish He's I could... He's wailing on that. I wish I couldn't sing as the way <laughs> Sammy can't sing. I wish. Man, his, he sounded so good there. Wow. I love that song. And now was that... You know more than me about him. Was that only on the heavy metal soundtrack? No, it's on the uh, Standing Hampton album. It is on Standing Hampton. Yeah, I'm trying to think though. I think they're, I think they're slightly different. I think there's... They, I don't. It's not the same version. Okay. Yeah, Standing Hampton is different. Kyle might be looking that up. I think I ripped that off the. Um, is like a oh, great, you, oh, a you greatest stole hits. it. Yeah. Oh, you stole it. He's fine. Sammy's fine. <laughs> um. But uh, did you ever see the movie, the the animated I, movie? I did I, see it. Have you seen it? I tried to watch it recently. It, it's bad. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, but I mean, it came out in 81, I believe. Yeah, I went because Cheap Trick was on the soundtrack. Cheap Trick's on, the soundtrack is amazing. The soundtrack is amazing. Devo, uh, Don Felder's Blue, on it. Blue Oyster Cult. Blue Oyster Cult. Red Rider. Mm-hmm. Nazareth, I think. Yeah, yeah, Journey. Yeah. Journey's on it. 
And uh, it was just so weird. You know, it was this crazy yeah. sci-fi John thing. Candy does one of the voices. And Harold Ramis. Yeah. And they're, and they're alien versions. snorting coke. On <laughs> Kyle has an update. Two different versions. Yeah. And though I think the one on the heavy metal soundtrack rocks a little harder than yeah. the one on Standing That Hampton. one's called Original Version. Oh, oh, well, look at you. Fancy pants. Uh, but I love that song. But that movie yeah. was just like, it just came out. Yeah. I remember when we first got cable, that was something they'd run all the time, like late at night. And I'd watch it and I said, like, this is weird. This is weird. I know the stoners loved it, but I was a kid. Like, it was like, oh, there's, yeah. there's boobs in it. And yeah. it's violent. An- animated boobs. Yeah. It was one of those movies when you were a kid, if you watched it, you didn't think you were, you were doing something wrong. You weren't, I wouldn't think I'm supposed to be watching this. Right. <laughs> but I'll watch it anyway. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, I thought it was kind of cool. My next artist, uh, this song is from 1982. Now, there's a guy named Buster Poindexter. Mm-hmm. And here's what people don't know about this guy. What? He, um, sometimes he does a character. and this, He does a character named David Johansson. <laughs> and Buster Poindexter has a big pompadour. But what, he'll, he'll like comb that down. And he, he just does like a... He does like a rock persona. He does like a rock persona. Okay. So this is a song by his, his alter ego, whatever you want to call it. His persona that he does, his character. This is David Johansson. And this is called Heart of Gold. I never heard much of his solo stuff. I mean, I've heard New York Dolls stuff, but I've never heard much I, of his solo I stumbled stuff. upon this song, and um, I got to be honest, I love that song so much. I would, uh, I, if the whole album was like this, I'm in. So this is the window between his Buster Poindexter and After the Dolls. This is, um, yeah, this is, no, this is, uh, this is uh, 82, so I think this is After the Dolls, but yeah. before, is that what you said? That's exactly what I said. Before Buster Poindexter, yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what you said. So, uh, and this is an album called Here Comes the Night. Actually, Wikipedia says it's 81. Let me see who produced this thing. Is oh, it, Buster Poindexter. How many, uh, how many solo albums did he do? Uh, he has, uh, I'll tell you right now, he has uh, one, two, three, four, five, six solo Whoa. albums. Four albums as Buster Poindexter. Well, we're not counting those. I mean, as him. And then, uh, and then, how many Dolls albums he has? Well, there was only two. But then, like, well, there's three? two, and three. then they recorded. Then they've had three albums since they got back together. Oh no! I 2006, 2009, 2011. So yeah. recent stuff. But I, I, I do love that song. Their second album had the greatest, like the most apt title. It was too much, too soon. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Uh, did you look up something, Kyle? Did you have something for us? No. No, didn't think so. Speed mm-hmm. bump. <laughs> Artie. Artie. Artie the bump. <laughs> Am I up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You're waiting on me. Wait this is, uh, speaking of record companies and records. We weren't. Okay. We're speaking of records. <laughs> uh, it's no secret that a lot of uh, Speaking artists, of bass players. Yeah. It's no nope. secret that a lot of artists have problem when they're not, they feel they're not promoted. And there's a couple like I know EMI from uh, Sex Pistols is a big uh, fu to their yeah. record company, but this is probably one of the biggest ones. This is uh, from Graham Parker in 1979. He was he was with uh, Mercury, and uh, he just wasn't breaking through. You know, he had had a couple albums right. out, and he'd watched 
Elvis Costello and all these guys blow up overseas, and he just felt like he wasn't getting any ground in America. And so uh, he wrote this as a single, and it came out. It's called uh, <laughs> Mercury Poisoning. All right. No more pretending now the albatross is dying in his nest. The company is crippling me the worst, trying to ruin the best. My favorite line later on, he comes on and it's like, I got a dinosaur for a representative. It's got a small brain and it refuses to learn. I was like, that's called burning a bridge, folks. But he really, he really didn't get his due. He should be no, as big his timing as Elvis was, uh, yeah. Costello. They came out right at the same time. Hey, a little short guy with glasses who's angry. You call it pub rock is what I think you've called it before. Yeah, he came out of that, that movement, really. Yeah. And there was like Brinsley Schwartz and Rockpile and all those guys were coming out of there. I mean, I do like his stuff as much as I like the, yeah. the Elvis Costello stuff. I mean, and he just wasn't, uh, they came out right, he was actually a little before Elvis. And got his first deal, and yeah, just never... That would be a great tour, those two guys touring yeah. together. Joe Jackson was kind of lumped in there as one of the angry guys, too. Yeah, but then he started to do wildly yeah. different stuff. Jazz, yeah. he did a, you know, Look Sharp was a big band stuff. And, but yeah, like if you took the first two uh, Elvis Costello albums, the first two Graham Parker, and the first two Joe Jackson, those are all of the same ilk, in my oh, yeah, opinion, absolutely. also. Yeah. All right, now this this is totally different from uh, from uh, from uh, Graham Parker. This is uh, Duran Duran. Ooh. This is a song from their 10th album. This is a, they got signed to Hollywood Records. So this was their first album after leaving Capitol. And um, this album did not do good. What year are we talking? It's 2000. The album's called Pop Trash. But listen to this. Uranium <laughs> is in the title. This is Playing With Uranium. Do it, Kyle. like that song I didn't, yeah you know it started out i didn't like it but then it kind of kicks, kicks in yeah. i agree they were a three-piece at this time it was just simon lebon nick rhodes the only two original members then warren kukarula he came from missing persons mm-hmm. he was on guitar and then some studio musicians played the drums and key and other stuff so playing with playing with uranium playing with uranium uh, I, I always thought you said you were gonna say playing with uranus <laughs> playing with uranus <laughs> That's something like Blink show. 182. That would that would be that their would be title. Blink 182, right? Or I, playing or, with or Uranus, po- or pointing to Uranus, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I see. No, it wouldn't be even. It would just be like I see Uranus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're totally on board with the new Blink 182 album, though. It's great. Love it. California. Yep. You're all about California. It's now. good stuff. Yeah. You live out here. 
Mm-hmm. It's full on California. Full now. on California. Going back to Cali. I don't think so. Playing with Uranus <laughs> in California. <laughs> You're up next. All right, I'm going to do some uh, a big slice of '70s cheese, K-Tel style. This is Walter Egan. With Magnet and Steel from 1978. I love how you're just going full on steel and metal. Just getting high in the back of the van, cranking that. A uh, friend of the show, John Lamino, he will be on this program. Uh, you're listening to this right now. He will be on next week. Uh, he's going to kick off the uh, listener series. John will be here as co-host. He picked a great topic. It's called Lost Gems of the 80s. John has a podcast called The Hustle. And Walter Egan was on his podcast. And you're on kidding. that podcast, I'm pretty sure that was where Walter Egan said that he had an affair with uh, Stevie Nicks for a couple of weeks. What? Yep. Yep. Where did Walter Egan come from? Was he from another band? Or? Um, I think he was just like the I California didn't, sound. I didn't do my and, uh, homework on him. But. He was, um, you know, Fleetwood Mac took him under his, their wing. Like, Lindsay produced this, this stuff, and Christine and Stevie are on background vocals, and I think Mick might have played some drums. One of those things. Does he still play around, or is he like a studio guy now? I think he. Uh, I'm not sure where he lives. I think he lives in Nashville, and I think he. I think he released an album like a couple years ago. I think he just might play some gigs around. I don't know. He could be a. He could be a English professor in a yeah. college. Who knows? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> you find anything, Kyle? Nothing no, not not really. Nope. Walter Egan. Walter Egan. Stevie Nicks. Oh, man. You can take that to your grave, huh? 70s Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks, the best. <laughs> the best. <laughs> Sex Talk with Mike Siegel. And Uranus. <laughs> I'm going to rock softly right now. Oh, we're going to bring down more than yeah. Walter Egan? I'm going to bring it way, <laughs> way oh, down. Oh, wow. Uh, from 1991. This is one of my favorite uh, James Taylor albums, New Moonshine. It's not one that people bring up a lot, but I, I like it. And this is a song called Copper Line. Mm-hmm. Copper. And you're going to hear the word copper about 10 or 12. The old folks never knew why they call it like they I'm going to do my Murray impression now. I was wondering since the age of two down on copper line. All right, get ready to hear it 10 times. Copper head, copper feet, copper kettle sitting side by each. Copper coil, copper Georgia peach down on copper line. That's cool. He can sing, man. That is bringing it down. You're right. You don't like. James I saw Taylor. him do. I, do you I, not I, like James Taylor? I do, but um, I saw him do that on. I want to say, was he on SNL or something? Probably. He because would always. I get definitely to, saw him do that on TV when it came out. He would get to play like three songs on SNL because I think he's one of Lauren's guys. Oh, really? So a lot of times that makes sense. He would play three songs. Yeah, boy. He could. He got like '70s Carly Simon. Yes. Sex talk back to. I would rather have 70s Carly Simon than would 70s you? Stevie Nicks. Yes. Yeah, because Pilar kind of has a Carly Simon look. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Yeah. No, no, I, can see, I can see your, the, you know, in terms the, of your type. The, the, yeah, the mouth, the teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. 
Yeah, that's what I like. All the facial features. All the yeah, fa- something, I like about her. something about her. I like a girl that has a face. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was uh, you know, that's a good song. That's a great I mean, song. a good yeah. song. Yeah. Can play the guitar. I've never seen him live. I heard he's funny, though. He is funny. He's uh, self-deprecating, and he's funny, and then you, you meet him, and he's a jerk. Oh, yeah. We got to get him in here. <laughs> Yes. I'm not he, driving to the valley. He would drive from, to the I'm not valley. Driving to the valley right from there. Boston. <laughs> I'm in Martha's Vineyard, you asshole. Yeah, jerks. <laughs> what do you got? I, I just uh, did copper. What are you going to lay on? I'm going to go with copper as well, buddy. Oh, boy. This is some. Uh, you went mellow. I'm going to do some alt country from our friend Steve Earle. <laughs> this is a uh, Copper Copperhead Head Road. Oh, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, him and my Probably a song he's probably best known for, I would think. Yeah, what album is that off of? Can't remember. I think it was 88, perhaps. Does it say the album? No. 87 or 88. Because Mike stole this. Yeah, absolutely. 87, 88, and he's one of those Austin guys, I believe, that, you know, we got out of that singer-songwriter deal that he's like a legend there. Him and Nancy Griffith and all those people. from the album Copperhead Road. Yeah, perfect. What year is that? 88. 88. 88, yeah. He Great had, song. And he had some drug and alcohol problems. Yeah, right? he, he liked his heroin. Yeah, so did James Taylor. I guess you, maybe copper is a code for heroin. <laughs> copper line. I'm going to do a line of copper. Ooh. Inject it right in there. You just saw right through it. Yep. What if you injected liquid copper into your vein? How quickly you would die? Immediately? Uh, I'm guessing pretty quick. Pretty, yeah, probably yeah. not. It can't be good for you. Can't be. Don't do it. Kids, don't do this. <laughs> I'm sure Sid just do did cops. it a couple times. Don't do metal. They call it pennies on the street. They call it pennies? (laughs) Hey, man, you scoring some pennies? (laughs) Love it. Uh, Pennies don't even... It actually costs two cents to make one penny. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking useless information, jerk. Um, And it doesn't. It's a penny and a half. (laughs) Like I said before. I'm ready to get rid of it. Here we go. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to get it. This is 2015 from their free EP called St. Cecilia. This is the Foo Fighters, and this song is called Iron Rooster. Have you ever been dumb enough to do what you wanted to do? Without good reason coming over you. Have you ever been young enough to feel what you wanted to feel? Take back those years for something real I'm an iron rooster Cold and still Irregular sculpture Held against my will I dig it. Yeah. Those guys don't let me down that much. Nope, those guys are pretty solid and they give away a free EP because they don't need the money. Okay, so after... The Foo Fighters, I think, will get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now they're getting in like Pearl Jam, and we're into the 90s now. Green Day made it. Yeah. Who's left? I mean, in terms of rock bands. 
I mean, uh, how far are they going to dig? I mean, they're getting... Well, I mean, the cars still aren't in. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in newer bands. Newer bands. Yeah, they all seem to be getting in. I mean... I mean, are there rock bands anymore? I mean... <laughs> I don't know. That's... I know. I mean, Blink-182 is Blink not in. Are there Red Hot Chili Peppers in yet? Are they eligible? I believe so. It seemed like they, they probably in, yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. And Nirvana's in. And so now we're into a thing. Unless they're going to start doing more hip hop. What well, are the... I mean, and Rolling Stone... I mean, are they going to put like Backstreet Boys and things in sync and those things that's in? That's what I mean. I mean, they're going to have to expand, really expand what it is. Well, I think they need to put in the people that have been... I mean, look how long it took Cheap Trick to get in, and the cars still aren't in. So there's, there's got to be... Attrition. There's, they're going to have to put them in because they're going to need somebody to put in it. Yeah. There's got, I mean, like, will, will Asia go in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, God, I hope not. What? How dare you? Oh, really? I think, I think the people... Let's take a vote. They're with Asia. me on that one. I love Asia. Come on. Pop Prague? How many times have you been to Asia, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it deserve to be in the Rock and Roll But I'm just saying... Will, More times than they've had hits. Will, That's all I'm will saying. that band go in? I don't know. No. No, they won't. You don't think so? No. Asia. <laughs> I'm saying I almost, Asia. I almost wonder if they'll start getting into like that like rock metal That's genre. That's what I mean. Well, look, there's stuff like, like Foreigner's not in yet. Are you, is Ario Speedwagon going to get in? Yeah, do you go to things like uh, Megadeth or something? How heavy do you go yeah. and how... I think Metallica's in, right? Yeah. Does Britney yeah, Spears so. get in? I you know, know, I mean, I mean Madonna. Does, Madonna's in, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, does Night Ranger get in? I mean, I don't know how far... I mean, is everyone going to get in? Oh, everyone's deserving? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's that elite of and a club the, and if the they writers start letting are everyone getting, in. And with all due respect to our friend David Wilde and those guys, I mean, the, the writers are getting older. And it's yeah. going to be a different generation. And, and Rolling Stone does, really doesn't have that much pull anymore uh, the, yeah. in the age of the internet. And again, if you let everyone in, like if you let... Yeah, love, what does it mean? It, it doesn't Nothing. mean anything, yeah. yeah. So uh, it'd be weird. Was, I think after the Foos, who's yeah. like a, a rock band. I don't know. So you're going to have to define what's rock and roll and yep. nobody's playing it anymore. Kyle, what were you going to say? <laughs> Sound like you wanted to say no, something. No, I was going to say like the only people I can think, but it's still going to be a while, is like someone like Muse, which I don't even really like them, but like... They've had a bunch yeah, of albums. Yeah, I'm even looking at Britain and going, well, yeah, who you know, 20 years from now, the Arctic Monkeys get in. I don't, I don't know. Who the knows? Strokes. I mean, yeah, two know, albums. Like, I, you know, you know, crowd, bands like Crowded House. Do they get in? Well, Jack White will get in in some way, shape, or form. Either the White Stripes. Yeah, or, probably. Yeah, maybe the Pumpkins. Yeah, Pumpkins. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. What's left? Foo Fighters, keeping rock alive, baby. What do you got Someone's for Someone's got to do it. What do you got for us? Uh, I'm going to bring in a seagull stinkeroo <laughs> uh, from the 70s. We need back, a sting for that. Back to uh, 19s. We did it. We thought we did something. Do we have uh, a seagull stinkeroo sting? A stingeroo? I got a stingeroo. No, we don't have one. We did okay. one in one and then... Let me put this out there. Listeners, if someone wants to make a seagull stinkeroo sting <laughs> and send it to me, we will use it. If I get multiple ones, we'll play them all, and then we'll pick which one we like the best, and then we'll, we'll keep it. Just don't let it end with a fart noise that's too obvious and on the nose. Oh, that's what I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's not give them any more ideas, but yes. Okay. Come yes. up with the seagull stinkaroo <laughs> sting. We'll credit you two times, and then we will never say your name again. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, so this is a, uh, a one-hit wonder from 1976. And there was a lot of bad stuff from 1976. 
and the metal is in the band name. It is the band name is just Silver. That's it. Just Silver. Don't know what happened to him, and you'll see why when I play this song. It was on the uh, Billboard Top 100 called Wham Bam. Well, my heart says no, but my mind says it's so. Sha la 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 thing. I can be honest, I love it. <laughs> they they were only active from seventy one to seventy eight. Oh, you couldn't ride that wham bam wave. Years? Who wrote that song? Do you know who wrote that song? Um, Stevie Nicks. No, uh, it doesn't say yet. But uh, here are the members of the group. Oh wow! John Batdorf from Batdorf and Rondi. That's what oh. it says. Oh, from Batdorf and Rondi. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh. He was lead vocals and guitar. Brent My- Midland, who was in The Grateful Dead later. Whoa! He was keyboards and vocals. Tom Leiden, who's brother of Eagles, Bernie Leiden. Bernie Leiden, Bernie yeah. Leiden. Leiden. Yeah. Leiden, yeah. Oh, yeah, Tom, Le- Tom Leiden is in Mudcrutch right now. Yeah, wow. I got his autograph. This band, Silver's uh, got heavy hitters in it. Fantastic. Who yeah. else, Kyle? Uh, Greg Collier. <laughs> what? Greg Collier. <laughs> And Harry Stinson, and then uh, Phil Hartman designed the cover art for <laughs> for their album. Well, my uh, rock and peace, Phil Hartman. Yeah, is that when, is it W H A M or W? Yeah, W H A M, and then B A M. Wham bam. I know how to spell bam. <laughs> wham is in wham. I UK. Say, I didn't say is it B A H A M. Oh, I have that here. Wham yeah. as in George Michael. Yeah, wham bam, because that's on that Billboard Top yeah. 100 stuff that you gave me. Mm-hmm. Boy, that is fantastic. I'm so glad you silver. So now I'm gonna have to dig di- deeper into silver catalog. You went with the silver as the band name. Yeah, I I, okay. I I stretched the rules a little bit. I did that a couple times on this. Man, I got my, a, I got an album name. You're thinking out of the box. I was going out of the box. I thought you were gonna play something by Silverhead, the uh, oh the band that Michael DeBar fronted. I don't have any of that stuff. You I do. Gave it, I gave it to you. No, you didn't. I keep gave it to you in a flash drive. Yeah, jammed it right up your ass. You never got that. No. What did you? What did you I got burn the message. Him? What did you burn him CDs and put him in his CD collection in your garage? Yeah, in the garage. They're right yeah. in your box. They're right in your, they're right in your thing. <laughs> the crate in my garage. I've been filling it up. You've been coming at night. You have so much. You you actually almost have as many CDs as I have. Why? I doubled my collection just having them over there. Kyle, switch my next two because I don't want to go mellow yet. Because that. Bam. Because, well, well Copperline was mellow, and the, the Foo Fighters thing was a mellower Foo yeah. Fighters thing. So I'm going to go uh, 1992 from the album Grave Dancers Union, oh. Soul Asylum. This is Black Gold. Two boys on a playground Trying to push each other down Crowd gather round of the attracts a crowd like a crowd. Black gold in a white line. Won't you fill up the tank? Let's go for a ride. I don't care about no wheelchair. I got so much left to do with my life. 
I love the line, nothing draws a crowd like a crowd. <laughs> right. Which is true. That is, that's, that's a good line. That's, that's a good one. That's a great line. That was probably after their, was it Ice? What's, what was their big hit? Run away, Runaway Train. Runaway Train. That was probably their second best known song. Yeah, same album. I like that song. Yeah, that's a good tune. Weren't, we t- weren't you talking to Dave Perner? Um, he, was say, gonna, he, he was coming to the valley. He was going to do it, and then they said, um, he's not going to be able to get up there from the whiskey. Do you want to come down here? And I said, yeah. And they said, you'll have him for about 15 minutes. I said, that's, oh. not, that's not what we do. 15 minutes? Yeah. So I said, how's it going, Dave? Great. No. All right. We'll see you. I mean, what am I going to ask him in 15 <laughs> no, minutes? No, that's nothing. Hey, what's your favorite color? <laughs> hey, Black you, gold, buddy. Are you amazed that you're still able to fill the whiskey? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was thinking, I, I always think about this. Like, I don't know. Like, the tubes have their back catalog. I don't know how much they own or what they make on that. They haven't had a new album, like I said, since I think 91. So they really only make their money touring, but they don't tour the way like Alice Cooper does. Like Alice Cooper, he'll come to the Greek and then he'll come to a mm-hmm. small place and a big place and he'll play Wembley Stadium still. So it's like, how much money do those guys make? I don't know how, it, I still don't know how it works. How much were the tickets at the Canyon Club? A million dollars. Yeah. See, oh, that, oh, that's good. Oh, those were free. <laughs> so I really... I meant how much was everybody else paying? I have no idea. I'm guessing 30 bucks a ticket, maybe? I think at the Canyon Club, because if you get a table, it's $25 and you have to buy dinner, so there's that kind of stuff to make money. But I mean... What do you think they, what do they charge? Like, what do they, if, if you were a millionaire, if you're a millionaire and you had a party at your house and you wanted to book the tubes, what would that cost? I don't know. Maybe they make, I would say, I, maybe I know they, where it couldn't be located. The valley. <laughs> we're not coming there. What do you think? Maybe they make at a club like that. How many does that hold? I've never been to the this Canyon This is Club. super boring. We could just go to the Canyon Club website. And yeah, that's what your job is. My guess. <laughs> yeah, don't tell us what you're doing. Yeah. Just do it. You know the, what? I could easily look this up. Know, just, <laughs> my guess, if I, if, if I was to guess. You better not do this when we're in Venice. Yeah, yeah. He will slap us like we're the th- two stooges. Yeah, you better mind your P's and Q's. Yeah, don't look him in the eye. <laughs> I might not even go. Oh, you're going. You have story. to go. Yeah. You have to go. I'm guessing they they make probably ten to twenty grand a, a show. Okay, and you're splitting that however they split it up. Yeah, that's right. my I if I was a guessing. What does yeah. the Canyon Club hold? Oh, I was just looking up ticket prices. Oh, and I see right there. You know who's coming? <laughs> Tiffany, buddy. Tiffany's there on the thirtieth. Tiffany, ooh, buddy. Guy. I think we're alone now. You have no information for us, Kyle. All right, no. thanks, Kyle. That's good for buddy guy. It's like seventy eight dollars. He's Whoa! a legend. He's Buddy a legend. Guy. I saw him enough in uh, Chicago. Yeah, you don't need to see that guy again. That guy. Get it? That guy? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Buddy. Buddy. Oh, for the tubes, they still have it up. It was 28 34 38 Yeah, 30 bucks a ticket. Wow. And the club will get, I don't know, will they get all the ticket price? I can tell you that the club was not very full. Was it? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> was there a ticket master involved and they get a piece? I don't know. I don't know either. Who knows any of that stuff? I don't either. Just send my check to Venice. Yeah. <laughs> And then they had I'm two. I'm driving up there to get my check. It's they, bullshit. They had two openers. So what are two? they? Two. Those openers aren't getting they're paid anything. Nothing. Yeah, they're Bad getting, Daddy Special and Seven Reasons Why. Yeah, oh, they're no. they're getting stage time in front. And then of, they jump behind the bar. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, they're serving. getting they're getting to play in front of more people than they ever played in front of <laughs> right. ever. But yeah, it was very. Uh, look, Fee, please don't listen to this episode. Yeah, um, I mean, 
Any it chance was, at the uh, interview? It was a. Uh, it was a very. Window. It was. The, it was one of the smallest crowds I'd seen in the. Um, really. In the Cane Club in a long time. Yeah. Because we stood really close to the stage, dead center. More for David Cassidy. More for. There were definitely more for David Cassidy, even after it thinned out. And Meatloaf. I didn't see Meatloaf there. I thought you did. No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. We just heard the stories. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna stretch the uh, the boundaries of this as well. Again. What time do you have to leave here? What time is your box. out? Do you have no, an we out? We're okay. Like by before eight. Okay. Cool. Um, this is uh, from our band The Who, from an album that didn't blow up like their other ones. It's one of their later ones. Oh, the, uh, it's Who by Numbers. No, The Iron Man. Oh, that's the that's Pete Townsend. Well, it's a solo album. Didn't they cut? Uh, they have a, two songs on there. Oh well, this song. It was credited to the Who. The one I okay, got, but uh, this is Dig, which you dig for metal. Wow, <laughs> I know, stretching it, but I like this song. I love this song. Yeah, that's a great tune. And again, the uh, the so this was an EP. No, it was a full album. You're right. The, okay. Now the Iron Man is is the source material for what the movie The Iron Giant was made from, and Pete Townsend's credited because he owned he bought the he bought the, the book. book rights. Yeah, so he's credited as a producer on The Iron Giant, which is a fantastic movie. You like that movie, right, Kyle? I do not like that movie. Holy crap! What Everybody that, loves that movie. Why don't you like it? I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't like it. I, I mean, I haven't seen it for a long time, so maybe I should rewatch it. But I just let's sit down and watch a movie together. So you hated heavy metal. You hated the uh, Iron Man, Iron Giant. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Dylan, you know, you like him. Yeah. What do you like nowadays? Nothing. Blink one eighty two. I don't like anything. Blink one eighty two. I don't like. I don't like anything. anything. I'm a twenty seven year old. I don't I hate like everything. Anything. I don't like anything. Millennials, man. You like Snapchat? I, I don't. Oh my God. <laughs> I, don't like I hate water. Be positive of the world. You're so young. Uh, we're going to move up. Since he played The Who, I'm going to play uh, another uh, big artist from uh, Great Britain. Let's go for Paul McCartney and Wings. This is from Venus and Mars. Kyle, tell us what this song is called. It's called Magneto and Titanium Man. Look at that. Oh, titanium. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was talking last night. that one before yeah i like it it's fun silly it's fun what do you think john lennon would have thought of it <laughs> oh i don't know he was recording this what do you think he thought of that he's like Loved yes it. honey do your, do your thing songs. sing and scream into scream, the mic whatever you want to do throw paint on your face roll around <laughs> you're a performance artist and that's what you do 
Venus and Mars. Pour gravy on your feet. Yeah. Whatever you're going to do. <laughs> what do you got for us? Um, what song do you have that's going to go off topic again? No, this one's got metal right in the title. <laughs> and more metal right in there. <laughs> this is off the Brit box that we gave away. Oh, yeah. And that uh, I don't know a ton about this band, but I'm sure April is a... I think she's a big fan of these sure guys. Sure she is. Suede. This is Metal Mickey. Suede. Wow, Suede is rocking. Yeah, they're bringing it. Bringing it. Punkish. Don't know if they're still together. Don't know Don't anything know about them. No Could have done some homework. Didn't. No way to find out. I wish we No had way a, to find out. Though when there was a guy here with a uh, computer to look things he up. He hates computers. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Terrible. hate the internet. I hate the internet. I hate the internet. I hate keyboards. Uh, Gotta be honest, Swayed. guys. Don't like music. 89 to 2003. Oh. It's a long rock and peace. Yeah. And then now, <laughs> now they're back 2010 they're back. to now. Only one original member. Yeah. The person who plays oboe. <laughs> uh, my next song is because we, we talked about this band earlier, and we don't play this band that much. And Mike, I forget if you like this band or not. I don't know if you say you don't like the singer or not. This is Red Hot Chili Peppers. I do like this band. And this uh, this song has a, a ska feel to it. This is from 2000. I don't like this. Track. I know. We <laughs> you know, know you don't like anything. <laughs> this is from 2002. The album is By the Way. It's a r- really good album, I think. And this song is called uh, Oh Mercury. Mm-hmm. I've got myself in a masochistic hole. Oh, why don't you let go? Shake it off, but just to redirect my flow. Let's go sit up straight. I'm on a double date. I gotta find my way into the light. Every middle way to we don't stop. I rock around the clock. A motor mouthing up in front of every other roadblock. Come again and tell me what you're going through. Like a girl who only knew a child was got to play it till they say the word mercury but um that's fun i like that yeah i think i think i don't know if there's other bands that that i know of that do quite what the red hot chili peppers do they'll do something like that and then they'll do like a hip-hop kind of thing yeah they're uh, where he uh you know spouts nonsense anthony Keaton. yeah there's read a lot his of, book too did you read it i didn't read his book good yeah, book yeah Kyle, what I'm saying is with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, there's a lot of different styles of music for you to hate. It's like peeling <laughs> yep. like peel the onion, like a rotten onion for you. What if I had free Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets and I said, oh, we're going to be in the 10th row. Do you want to go, Kyle? Maybe. All right. See, that's, but I don't want to see their like dicks swinging around with like socks on them and stuff, like all well, that kind of stuff. That's where we differ, my friend. <laughs> sex talk with Seagull Sex Talk. Actually, the first time I ever saw him was 99 in Vancouver. The show was the Foo Fighters and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That is a good at double At the stadium, bill. yeah. And uh, chili, chili Peppers closed it out, right? Yes, at that time, yes. Yeah. Now, I don't know. What would you... I They I, wouldn't I, do I a show they, together, probably. No, unless they were alternating closing every night. Yeah, I think yeah. they would Because alter- I think they're on the same mm-hmm. level. Yeah. Which, which says a lot for 
the chili peppers because they've been around a long time and they're still at that. That'd be a great bill. You can either leave early or come late. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with, uh, I love this band so much. I'm next. Yeah. You just just played the chili peppers. I didn't trick you. Actually, I got a perfect follow-up. I'm going to keep it Southern California style. This is a band that kind of hit big doing a ska thing. But this is uh, from their first big debut album. This is uh, no doubt Platinum Blonde Life. I have this on my list. This Rocksteady album is their best album, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that wasn't their debut album. No, no. This That's is Rocksteady. Right. It has. A, I usually don't like when there's multiple producers, but for some reason, this works. And I think if I remember it, there wasn't like a big, a lot of hype when this album came out. It just kind of, it came out. But Rick Ocasek produced that track, and you can hear yeah, some Cars kind of like, influence on yeah. that. Boy, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, now that you say that, absolutely. Yeah, I like that album a lot, and um, I think it's their best album. Yeah, and, and uh, Prince produced a song, and uh, Sly Dunbar and Robbie Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I almost said Krieger uh, <laughs> produced a song on there, and uh, and Rick Ocasek co-produced two songs. It's a, that's a very good album. I like that top to bottom. To be honest, yeah, great album, great one. Now let's go to Kyle. Kyle, what do you think of No Doubt? That's fine. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Raining endorsement. <laughs> I'm going to keep it Southern California. That's a ringing endorsement. What ringing. Is it? Not raining. Is no. it raining? R-E-I-G. It's ringing? Yeah. Is it? What do you think it is? Uh, I was like struggling to figure this out. I've never heard anybody week. say raining endorsement. Raining endorsement. It's ringing. Yes. Yes, Mike, it's ringing. <laughs> um, raining endorsement. Southern California style. Ooh. Going to go with the bangles. Yeah, all right. This is from their uh, comeback album where when they got back together, it's all original members from 2003. Friends of the show. The album's two of them, definitely. This called the album's Doll Revolution. This is sung by the member that's not in the band currently, the bass player Michael Steele. This song is called Nickel Romeo, but it's Nickel, N I C K E L. So, Nickel Romeo. that song we saw the bangles together that's right and me no, you and murray murray still i think she must have left right after this album or, or something like that uh yeah i think so yeah me you and murray murray showed up yeah <laughs> murray showed up yeah murray was there it was their anniversary oh no it was the uh whiskey's anniversary 50th yeah, anniversary 50th, of the whiskey yeah they they killed it they were great oh, they, yeah so good except when they brought that little girl up and she was uncomfortable and everybody that made everybody else uncomfortable yeah 
kids made her dance to walk like an Egyptian for an entire song. There was a kid in the front row, like a 12 year old, 13, 14 year old kid at the um, tube show last night. It's not kids ruin a show. People, (laughs) I have children. Don't take them down. And, and fee didn't stop doing what he was doing. Oh my God. When I was in Melbourne, to yell at him. Yeah. No, but you bring a kid to the Valley for one point. Time out. At one point, (laughs) fee Wabel has a baby's arm with an apple in the hand and he holds it by his penis oh. and he handed it to that kid. <laughs> I like it because he's basically telling the parents, don't bring your kid to the show. Yeah, that's This isn't for the kid. It's in a bar anyway. <laughs> Wait, how old was the kid? 12 to 14. Do you oh, have chicken else? fingers? <laughs> oh, God. Do you I have a kid's menu? It's a fucking bar. Did you ever do this? Like, I don't remember you ever doing this when even when you didn't have kids. Like, going to a street festival where there's bands and stuff and like when they block off a city street and there's stages and everything. I would go out to uh, Woodland Hills before I lived out there. They would have, uh, they would have band, like the knack played out there. And okay. Bands like, and there'd be kids everywhere. I went to this music festival when I was just in mm-hmm. Melbourne in Australia. And so I went there and just kind of like walking through and you, it was free. You, you just mm-hmm. go through, but there was stages at each block and yeah, but just packed and hot and people pushing strollers through and, and it's loud yeah, it's and really, people yeah. are drinking everywhere and just like, what do you, stay home. Well, when, when stay, I, I know you'd want to leave the house, but, and that you can't get past, you know, so they're, yeah. they're blocking up the one way to go. Oh yeah, my God. There's a, and I don't have kids, so I don't want to sound like a, but do you, do you take them there? Maybe you stay in that one day. Yeah, where you go somewhere that's not crowded. And, a and it's bad for their hearing and they're going to hear stuff that they yeah. shouldn't. Sarah was stuff. always really sensitive to noise. So that would have been a, that wouldn't, wouldn't have been a place where we would have taken her. Um, I'm taking my kid to uh, Burning Man and Lollapalooza. When, uh, they got to learn, man. When I saw the knack out there, they played the song, She's So Selfish. Mm-hmm. And in the middle, it goes, fucking me, fucking me today. <laughs> and I'm like, he's not going to sing. Oh, oh, yes, he is. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. But uh, whose turn is it? You just played. What, what did we just play? Kyle. Uh, Platinum Blonde Life. That's so right. Uh, no, no, we no, 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 you, you played Nickel Romeo. That's Nickel right. Romeo, that's looking, right. We're back Mike's to me. Turn. We yeah. don't know what's going on, folks. 300 shows, can't figure it out. <laughs> Kyle hates the number 300. That's why he's trying to sabotage. <laughs> I like that movie. It's the hell I, I was going to bring up the movie. Yeah. I do like the movie, too. A lot of abs. A lot of abs. A lot in of painted, movie. painted, painted. There's abs on a lot. No, you're ruining the whole, it. The whole thing's CGI'd. Okay, let me pull my pants back up. Most of, those, most of those guys weighed four or 500 pounds. Three, most of the guys weighed 300 pounds. <laughs> All right. This is a uh, big hit. I don't know how big of a hit it was. They had their, uh, a much bigger hit. This is Spandau Ballet. This is their follow-up, Gold. Oh, but I'm proud of you, but I'm proud of you. Nothing left to make me feel small. Just see him in the suits. The lead singer's coming to the Canyon Club, Tony Hadley. Yeah. He was just on the, uh, they had a big 80s thing. I think I sent the link to you. Yeah, I just couldn't None of us couldn't go that day, but he was part of that whole 80s show that had, I think the B-52s were on it and a bunch of other people. I have the info on this song. Oh, there's info. Yeah. Uh, this, the, the, How high did that chart? Well, True uh, in the U.S. went to number four. In the U.K., it went to number one. Then when Gold came out, it went to number two in the U.K., but only 29 yeah. in the U.S.A. 
both off the same album. The album's called True. Gold! I like how you ramped that up. Gold! Gold! All right, I got to bring it down. I got to bring it way down. Way down? From gold. Kyle, we're going to go to the song that has tin in the title. <laughs> tin. Oh, God. We're bringing it so far down. You just want me to play it? Yeah. Sometimes late when things are Ooh, the tin man. and people share the gift of gab between themselves. Some are quick to take the bait and catch. Is this America? Prize yes. That oh, okay. That's what I thought. Among the shells. But Oz never did give nothing to the tin man that he didn't didn't already have and cause never was the reason for the evening or the tropic of Sir Galahad. Now how did that sound when you saw him live? We saw these guys live. <laughs> when Chip Chinnery and I saw these guys live. <laughs> Actually, that was the guy, this guy, they both trade lead vocals. Yeah. You know, that guy could sing, but he sang very quiet. So he was like, God never take <laughs> But he sounded good. The other guy sang loudly and was way off key and sounded way horrible. But well, uh, we're going to make him great again. Yeah. <laughs> this, it's a very hard to look up this band on Wikipedia because you type in America, yeah, you yeah. about a million things. Do you know who produced that song? Of let me see, let me and guess. produced the majority of their albums. Uh, Todd Rundgren. No, no, Beatles related. Oh, George Martin. George Martin produced like. Were they on Swan Song or no? They were on Warner Brothers Records. Wow. He produced he produced like four or five albums. Like he produced most of those hits. Man, I know. How were they lucky enough to hook up with George Martin? Well, I mean. After the Beatles broke up, he had some time on his hands. I could get one of those guys in here, right? Yeah, why not? What if his speaking voice is insane? I hope they... (laughs) Well, we hooked up with George Martin. (laughs) 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 Could you uh, turn his mic up? Way up. Like, could you move it, like, clear (laughs) off the mixing board? Take this across the street. Oh, my God. What's up, man? I have a guy... I'm stretching the boundaries again. This is... uh, Gold is the guy's name. This is Andrew Gold <laughs> with some more 70s cheese from 1976. This is Lonely Boy. He was born on a summer day I fucking love this song. <laughs> I just love it so much. And with the slap I had this on a compilation, a K-Tel compilation. It's about a kid being abused, isn't it? If you listen to the lyrics. No, neglected. Said what a abused. Well, he was... We'll teach him what we learned. Oh, yes, just what we learned. I don't I never get sick of that song you would be listening to that on the way to go see Star Wars it's got cowbell in it too <laughs> the uh yeah, the song follows a child who feels neglected by his parents after the birth of a younger sister. Mm-hmm. He's an only child, he's special, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden... And then uh, many people think it's autobiographical. And Aww. then, and then, and then he, this kid that feels neglected, he finds out that uh, hot water burned baby. <laughs> 
A heartburn baby. A heartburn baby. <laughs> oh, stop There's that. a kid that lives upstairs from us right now. We ran out the second floor. What? This kid. What a pain in the ass this kid is. Luca. Oh. oh, my God. The other day, he's uh, walking around up there, stomping his feet to some music or something. His mom went out to get something to Trader Joe's. I went up there, and I grabbed that kid. Mm, I'm going to tell you right now. You keep, Did you take you care keep, of it? You keep stomping your feet. I pushed him into the door jam. I said, you don't, you don't tell anyone about that. And he didn't stop the rest of the day. He learned, he learned pretty quickly that Luca. That Luca. <laughs> Who's going to believe him? Worst really? Joke. I mean, seriously. Worst joke ever. <laughs> Best running bit. But yeah. Joke. What do you got? That was no, you. That was me. I played uh, Andrew All Gold. Right. Let's go 1975, Kyle. Frankie Keep Valley. Keep it in the 70s. I like Frankie it. Valley and the Four Seasons off the album Who Loves You. This is Silver Star. Silver Star. Yeah. Okay. You don't got it? I went out of order. Sorry. I've ever heard this. In my dream, I make much dinero, chasing the bandieros the star. I'm trying to find info about it. I can't find it. I'm guessing this didn't make the uh, Jersey Boys soundtrack. No. This was this was off the album that had uh, a what a night on it. Yeah. This was like their comeback, but um. Kyle, your your dad, my brother, had this album, and mm-hmm. um, and this is a pretty good songs on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, what a night is a great song. Oh, what a night! Oh, what a night! Oh, what a night! But I can't uh, find any information on this for some reason. I'm still looking. Yeah, that one was lost. Yeah. To the uh, to the ether. Are you showing the album to the cover? Sands of time. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, we should we should we have played uh, that for the worst album covers yeah. of all time. <laughs> So it's my turn. Yep. How are we doing on uh, power right here on this computer? Uh, 25%. You know, it's been like crapping out though around that time. So. Mm. You guys not power up the computer before the show? No, we do. Ever? But this, these two computers are so old that they don't hold a charge. Is that working? Yeah. All right. Okay, oh, you're what up. a lonely boy. I am uh, going to keep it with silver. Tech talk with Siegel. Sil- power that up. Power it up. Uh, rumors. Fleetwood Mac. Did this make rumors, Silver Springs? Here's the deal. Yes. Explain it. Didn't make the album. Right. Left Off was a a B-side of Dreams. I think it's Dreams. And Stevie Nicks signed the the rights to that song, Silver Springs, over to her mom. So that when the single sold, her mom made all the money off Silver Springs. That's nice. Yeah. She goes, I'm tired of buying you stuff. So I'm just going to give you this fucking song that Mick Fleetwood thinks isn't good enough to be on this. But how, I mean, it's a, it's should have been on the album. Should have been. What about Slinkies? What? Is it about the Slinky? No, it's not about the Slinky. It's Silver Springs. Oh. But if they'd have put it, <laughs> would it have made more money being on Rumors? It would have, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But, but you can't she give your mom the full credit for Rumors. Modestly. Well, I don't know. Let me, while, while it plays, I'll see how many, uh, I'll see how many um, singles oh. Well, this is one soul. of my favorites of, of theirs. Yeah. So.
Now, I, I gave some misinformation. It was the not the B-side to Dreams. It was the B-side to Go Your Own Way. Oh, and that, that sold sing- a lot. That single went gold. It's a lot of money for mom. It's a lot of money for mom. Yeah, well, good for her. Yeah, good for her. That's Steve a great song. Fine. Walter Egan comes in, gives her. Uh, we have so well many done. great songs. We have to leave one off. <laughs> he didn't really have to. That album had eleven tracks. Which one do you take off? Oh, Daddy. Uh, you know what? Let's look at this, Mike. Let me look at the track listing on this album. Kyle, you're. I know you're having a ball. Track by track. track rumors. By track rumors. Every song, you know. Okay, let me see what I take off here. Secondhand news. Love it. Dreams is great. Never going back again. Love it. Don't stop. Go your own way. Songbird. I love Songbird. Come on. Songbird. That's, a, that's, that's a beautiful The song. Chain, You Make Love and Fun. I don't want to know. Oh, Daddy, Gold Dust Woman. For me, it's Oh, Daddy. I would take Oh, Daddy off and put Silver Springs on there for sure. Yeah. I wonder if they said because that was, one's a Christine song, one's a well, let's Stevie see. song. Let me was, see. was it already too Stevie heavy? Uh, Stevie has one. No, Stevie only, uh, she has Dreams, Gold Dust Woman, and then her and Lindsay both saying, I don't want to know. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Oh Daddy. If I was going to skip a song, it would be Oh Daddy. Exactly. I don't hate it, but I would skip it. But if it's Silver Springs, you're not skipping that. No. Right. No. This is track by track. Track by track. Make your own rumors album. <laughs> My turn? Okay, you're up. Uh, Kyle, let's try this, uh, this song with the word lithium in the title. It's not Nirvana. This is Lithium Sunset by that pretentious old fuck Sting. <laughs> I do like this song. Fill my eyes. Oh, I'm not even looking at Kyle's face. Take this lonesome bird. He shrugged. From my mind. Whatever. Sting. Take this heart What album was that again? That's from oh, that's from Mercury Falling. Oh, we Look got a that. double shot of metal. Double right shot there. of metal. Yeah, that's that's mellow. Yeah, that's mellow. He's never gonna rock again, folks. Do we consider Cole a uh, a metal for this? You might the way you're going with his list. <laughs> I know I was stretching, <laughs> but there's a diamond in the coal. Would you have a song with coal in it? Yeah, I got a couple. I got a coal mine. <laughs> Is there a canary in it? It is. All right. <laughs> back when back when Play uh, it. he used to rock. I love all the I love all the police Come albums. Now, which sting would you rather hang out this with? This sting. That pussy that you just played or this guy? Yeah, I want to play, hang out with this sting. <laughs> uh, now, I know Andy Summers from The Police also lives in Venice. I wonder if he would mind giving Fee Weibo a ride to the valley. <laughs> I'm working on it. Andy Summers has another album coming out. I'm working on him again. Sounds like we but need to move the studio to Venice. That was another people that his people said, yeah, could you, could you come to Andy? And I said, yes. And then it just, nothing ever happened. After I, that. He said he'd come here. Oh, shit. But he wouldn't. He's over. He's having. He's playing ping pong with Fee Wable. They're in a tournament. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with. Uh, this is a band you do like, Kyle. Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. This is from Recovering the Satellites, an album that I don't listen to enough. I should maybe spin this. This song's called Mercury. She is leaving on a walk away. She is leaving me 
turns away She'll change so suddenly She's just like Mercury Yeah, she's alright Like the account of I like Curve, that Mike? song. Yeah, yeah I do song. like that song. I got to listen to that album. I bet it's. I bet I'm going to listen to it and go, "Wow, that is way better than I remember it ever being." Were you yeah. did, Were you anti them when they came out? No, I was right on board with August and everything after. Totally, I still. Again, I always tell people that while grunge was going on in the '90s, the bands that I liked from the '90s were Counting Crows and Soul Asylum and Foo Fighters and Gin Blossoms. That was the '90s music that I liked. Were you a Spin Doctors guy? No, they suck. <laughs> no, I, I just, I mean, I like a couple songs. Right, right, you right. Know, so people tell me that first album's really solid. But there were so many of those bands when you think about it now. Yeah. And now there's just not. No. I mean, they get any big airplay. No, Steve Jobs ruined music. <laughs> when he created, uh, when he created the, uh, the iPod. You brought up Lithium before. Mm-hmm. I brought the Nirvana one. We do we need to hear it? I mean, we've heard it a million times. I don't think I've ever heard it. <laughs> um, play it. Now I want to play something else. Kyle, I'm going to uh, move down to 17. I'm going to go back to the heavy metal soundtrack. This is our friend uh, Don Felder, who's fresh off being fired from the Eagles, or after the Eagles disbanded. 1981, so he's on this soundtrack, and this plays over, I believe, the credits. Opening or closing? Can't remember. But there's some weird, like, old Corvette going through space. And this is uh, heavy metal, in parentheses, taking a ride. Don Felder. It's like you're running in a rain, oh, so high I think. Every time you need to fall in the don't you take a ride, 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 on heavy Now, can you totally some, picture the Eagles doing that? Well, that sounds like there's some Eagles singing on the backdrop there. I mean, the backdrop, in the background. <laughs> well, it was probably him overdubbing himself and the, because he always sang background in the Eagles. But, he, but he's, not a great, like, he's not a great lead vocalist. You know what I mean? No. But you could picture like Don Henley singing that, right? Yeah. yeah. You could totally hear that. It sounds like Henley singing the background vocals on that. It does. <laughs> Are they even talking then? I think they, yeah. Are you going to investigate? Uh, I, I can't there was find some place you could look it up. I, I'm trying, but I don't see anything. Do you have the soundtrack? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack. That soundtrack, and you know what? I finally, my favorite soundtrack of all time, though, is it's from one of the movie, a movie that you love, is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Of course. That's my favorite soundtrack. That of is all an time. amazing soundtrack. It really is. Somebody's baby is on there. Yeah. Jackson he, Brown. He could have put that on his Holdout album, but no, it's not on there. Sammy Hagar's on there. Sammy Hagar's on there. Billy Squire. Is the Knack on there? Quarter no. Flash. The Ravens. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Valley Girl soundtrack's really good, too. Uh, Don Henley's on. That's Yeah, it's great. She's probably... Well, she's, you know, losing her virginity in a yep. dugout. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play some Thin Lizzy, Kyle. We played uh, Chili Peppers. That was for Ryan Neuerberg. This is for his dad, Tom Neuerberg. This is from uh, Johnny the Fox. This is called Fool's Gold. (laughs) 
Okay, we're hitting the witching hour with Mike, so you're going to play one more. We'll promote, I'll play a play out, and we'll get out of here. All right, great. Because I have a great play out. Oh, okay. Not that you don't, <laughs> but I don't know what tricks you're going to pull. Know what Is bubblegum a metal? <laughs> uh, TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go there, check it out. And play that, your song first. And then I'm giving my plugs. After you play your song. Oh, afterwards. Yeah, you play a song, then we promote, then we play a play out. Okay. Well, this is, uh, well, I got a, like five to choose from. What are you in the mood for? A song that has to do with the topic. <laughs> I already blew the coal mine. That, that I actually a narrows a few. I know. Does I, that does wipe out yeah, a couple. Pick the, pick the best one that most represents this topic that John, uh, you know, John picked for us. Okay. Be in. Felton be in. <laughs> I know. I knew it. Let's do uh, 16. A guy we saw live. This year, this is Paul Simon, Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes. We didn't see him live this year. Crazy, Not in well, 2017. Okay, what, four, four months ago? We're all well, dumb. Well, that's one way to lose these walking blues. Diamonds on the soles of your shoes. I remember this one Saturday Night Live. She's physically forgotten, oh, yeah. but then she slipped into my pocket with my car keys. She said, you've taken me for granted because I please you. Wearing these diamonds. And I could say, ooh. Is that the uh, album you brought into college and everybody like, what is that? Yeah, Paul Simon, jerk. And then they put me in the bathroom and beat me up. No. <laughs> and then two months later, come on, let him get out of here. Go buy it. I never lent albums in college. I come back all fucking scratched up. Oh, God. Well, they're like separating stems from seeds on them. Yeah. <laughs> can you get a double album on there so that we can close it? That's, that's what it was good for, man. I'm not, I'm not telling you, Kyle, something you don't know already. He hates, he hates the sound of your voice. <laughs> he hates everything. Travel Tales Podcast. Yeah. Travel Tales Podcast. Is, this is bi-monthly podcast. Bi-monthly. Well, that, Twice a month. Twice a month. Yeah. But that couldn't that also mean like every other month? Six episodes a year. Folks. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> what I never did know I what say to it say. Wrong? No, 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 it's I never know what to it say. Bo- it means both. Okay, yeah. twice a month. Twice a month. Yeah, but I'm thinking of maybe uh, changing up and once a month, thrice a month. <laughs> Give the people a break. <laughs> thrice, thrice a month. How I like could that. you plan t- three times a month? <laughs> It'll be the first, second, first, second, and fourth week of every month. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna add more episodes? Yeah, or maybe just do mini episodes in between of just without a guest. And just go over a certain topic. Just you talk, like maybe how to pack. Uh, or a certain topic or a certain place or country that, you know, people are asking me all the time. For like, hey, I'm going to uh, Cuba. You been there? Like, yeah. And Will there be an episode about shoe bombs? <laughs> no? Possibly. All right. Possibly. So uh, give out your Twitter and your websites and all your stuff. Uh, it's funnymike.com for my comedy and showbiz stuff and Funny Mike on Twitter and then Travel Tales Pod on Twitter and TravelTalesPodcast.com. And the reason we, we promote like this is because we assume that every week there are so many new fans yeah. who have never heard this information before. <laughs> Kyle, you heard Kyle Dotson Couldn't funny. Hurt. You never Couldn't know. hurt. No, I agree. You heard Kyle Dotson funny. Mm-hmm. Uh almost the end of March at this record, that website's going to be up in another month. It's going to look span- uh, fantastic. Well, he hates websites. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying it's still going to drop in April? Yeah, in like mid-April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't put the pressure on you about this because you took this by the horns and you're doing yeah. this on your own, so I don't put any pressure on him. 
Fantastic. Sounds like you need some pressure. Kyle. Uh, <laughs> Sounds no, like some pressure no, could help. No, no, because he, 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 this was his baby, so I just let him go. Now, you, Kyle, you're in charge of uh, the digital department. Yeah, I'm the social media manager social, for uh, AOK. So you'd love people to throw, you'd rather almost people follow them more than you? Or this podcast, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, we are at Rock Solid Show. I'm at Pat underscore Francis. Andrew Rich does our notes every week. Um, A-bombs. A-bombs. Uh, You'll be talking about A-bombs on your podcast. Shoe bombs and sure. A-bombs. Shoe bombs and A-bombs. Shoe bombs and A-bombs. It's my favorite morning zoo team. <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. Oh, you know it is. All right. Well, thanks, Mike, for being here as always. It's always yeah, fun. We always a have time. a good time. The three of us have a great time. I'm going to play the bad boys from Boston, Aerosmith from one of their great albums, Rocks. This song is called Get the Lead Out on Rock Solid. Thanks, people. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Bye-bye. Kyle.